0: Quarterbacks are hard to find, and winning quarterbacks are extremely hard to find. I I think you give to a contract, and uh, you say, he's my franchise quarterback, and you build around him. I don't think there's any question about that, Joe. Uh, You you know, know, the the Dolphins, before they had their injuries, were playing pretty good. And, you know, yeah, a couple of the good teams beat them. I understand that. But uh, they're a good football team, and they're getting better.
2: Well, that was Jimmy Johnson but joining us right now back from Las Vegas, Pete Prisco from CBS Sports. Pete, good morning. How you doing? Good, Joe. How are you? Man, I'm I'm hanging in there. I wish I was out there with you. I I didn't want to be out there the whole week, but it would have been it would have been fun to be out there a couple of days. I just don't want to get in trouble at this age. I,
0: I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, and you know what it's, yeah. it's a it's a long time to be in Vegas. You know, that's a long time. I mean, and you know you got to work every day, so right. it's not like you're out there with your friends and family and everybody having a good old time. It's just it, you know you it, it's fun, but you're still working the whole time. So I, I agree. I think a week I, I was actually there for nine, eight nights. I mean that's a oh, long time.
2: Yeah. Wow. All right. So we got a lot of stuff. You just heard Jimmy Johnson was on with us yesterday, and. So what are you doing? He says, you got to sign him, man. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback, but he's really good in his numbers and he stayed healthy. What do you do on this Tua Tungavailoa situation if you're Mike and Chris at the top there, head coach and GM?
0: Well, you have to sign him. I mean, it, it, what, what happens if you don't? I mean, all you got to do is look around the teams around the NFL, scrambling to fill that position. And if you don't have a guy like Tua – um, then, then what do you do? Uh, do you go back in in a couple of years and get another one and start all over and hope he gets to that level? So I think they're in a situation where they have to sign him. Um, you know, it, it, what kind of contract that is? Is he going to get the mega deal? Uh, and if he does get the mega deal, what does that do to your roster going forward? Because once you pay that guy, you, you know, it starts impacting at other spots. But I think they have no choice but to pay him. You drafted him, yeah. you developed him, and now you have to pay him.
2: So, um, I got to ask you another one. We got it all stirred up here this morning now that the season's over. And, and we'll, we'll talk about Super Bowl a little bit in a minute. But the last couple of years, the Dolphins have gone thin on the draft because they traded for Chubb, Hill, and, and Ramsey. And they had to give up some some high picks, including a couple of number one picks. So, we, we didn't have much. And we haven't gotten really much out of the draft outside of A-Chan over the last two years. So, um, I just said we got a first and a second round pick for the first time. They got to hit on these picks. Like Chris needs to hit on these picks and not trade them away. They're done. Like financially, no. Just, just if you hit on these early young draft picks in these early rounds, you get them on the cheap for a couple years, Pete. And and hopefully you have a problem that you got to pay them a set for a second contract because they're so good.
0: That's the idea. And particularly when you have a you know a quarterback contract coming up, you have to have cheap help around them. And you know, you can go back and look at the Rams and what they did this year. They've drafted a lot of players that are young and are on the roster and contributing because they've had to, because they had went all in on the Super Bowl, and then when they dismantled the team, they still had some high priced players like right. Matt Stafford and, and Aaron Donald and, and you built around them by drafting well. And I think that's where the Miami Dolphins have to have to get to right now. They have to draft. I mean you talk about a team, when you look at their offensive line, it's had all kinds of problems. Well, now the right guard is an unrestricted free agent. And you talk about the defensive line, and now Christian Wilkins is an unrestricted free agent. Are they going to be able to afford to keep those guys? Probably not. The center is an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, you know Connor I mean? Williams, they that's have, right. Yeah, they have issues uh, across the board on the offensive line, but – that's why not having draft picks and not being able to supplement your roster with the draft picks is a problem. And so, yeah, they do have to hit these draft picks this year.
2: All right. So, uh, going back, uh, it was a great Super Bowl. I, I really enjoyed the game, especially the, the fourth quarter and, and overtime. I never thought we'd get coming out of a Super Bowl that 49er players saying they didn't know the overtime rules, who should get the ball first. It was just, it was crazy. Then, on top of it, the defensive coordinator, for the 49ers gets fired um what were your thoughts on the whole overtime thing and and by the way the fullback for the 49ers like I didn't have any idea what the rule was nobody said anything to me that was kind of weird wasn't it
0: it's weird a but and then on the flip side of that is the chiefs actually prepped for it that that's I mean that's the incredible difference right there they prepped for it and they knew what they were going to do and they knew how the t- overtime rules played out and the 49ers did not and so i think that's that's a big flaw for Kyle Shanahan and that he wasn't ready but he said and you know there's two schools of thought you take the ball you go down then you get the third one but but you, there's not necessarily going to be a third one either right. if they went for two <laughs> right. if they went for two Um, so, so I, I think you, you obviously want to be second, like you are in college football and he kind of ruined that, but yeah. And then you fired the defensive coordinator. I don't think Steve Wilkes was fired for his game plan in the Super Bowl because they actually did a decent job. I think he was fired because they had problems all year long, particularly against the run. I mean, you know, you go back to, um, the Arizona game, I think it was late in the season. They gave up 188 on the ground to that team. And, And then in the playoffs, the first two playoffs, Games and I thought that's why the Chiefs would probably run the ball, but they didn't. Uh, they give up 5.6 per rush to the Packers and the Lions, and they were gashed in the run game. And that's not who the 49ers were or have been. And so I think from that standpoint, that's why it ended up being a firing, not for what he did in the Super Bowl.
2: I um, I just talked to a couple. I was curious. I was calling every NFL guy that was ever coached or been around, and and like I got to ask about this overtime. Every guy told me you take the ball second you do not take it first especially knowing mahomes and giving it mahomes because it's four down that if you do score a touchdown it's going to be
0: four downs the whole way down anyway right right and if you and if you take it first and you get a fourth and one in your own end you're not going for it you're going to punt the ball football right so So you always take it second i agree i would have taken it second they blew that Uh, and and you know, and there is some school of thought to say that you might get the second, you, you get you get a chance to win it with the in sudden death if you get the third third uh, possession, but that's not necessarily it's, it's going to happen either.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was just kind of a, a a crazy one, but what what a hell of game! So I got to ask you overall, where do you put Mahomes now? It was interesting. Jimmy also said he thinks Mahomes is the best he's ever seen. He said he told him that in the quarterback show. Uh, I was just curious. What does this do now, this third championship for Mahomes, especially the way he did it this year, going not only home against the Dolphins, goes on the road to Buffalo. The biggest impressive one was me. I didn't think anybody could beat Baltimore. They took them down, and here they are with another ring.
0: Yeah, I, look, I think he's on his way to being the greatest of all time. And, and by that, dare I say this, I think he's going to be the greatest you know, athlete in any sport. Ooh. And that includes Michael Jordan. I think this guy's on this. I mean, think about it. He's only 20, what, eight years old? Yes. And and he's got three already. He should have five. Let, let's go back. D Ford's offsides against the Patriots yes. in the championship oh, yep. game. They had an interception, would have won that game, probably would have won the Super Bowl. Then they had a 21-3 lead against the Bengals and had the ball on the goal line at the end of the half and botched it at the end of the half. The Bengals came back and won that game. They probably win win that Super Bowl as well. So he could easily have five. The only one he didn't get was the one in the COVID year. And talking to some of the Chiefs players, they had a real tough time dealing with you know going back to back in the COVID year. And then remember they played Tampa and just got a, just abused up front on the offensive line. So he could have five and, and has been has been what could easily have been the, the, every one. And we haven't seen that kind of uh, of uh, you know established. You know, dominance in a long time, and, and if ever, and, and so I think he's he's on his way to being the greatest you know athlete in any sport, uh, and I think he's going to win. I think he's going to run down Brady. That's scary. As long as he's playing, I do, I do, because as long as he's playing, it doesn't does it really matter? This because this Chiefs team was gettable. They weren't yes, great they on were. it. the tackles, had problems. The receivers couldn't catch the ball. He didn't have a number one wide receiver. They were gettable this year. And if you didn't get them this year, what yeah. to think they're not going to get better? Uh, and Andy Reid's coming back, so I, I definitely think that they they, they have a legitimate chance to three P.
2: You know, Pete, uh the the other thing we've been talking about a little bit is the AFC next year. Harbaugh comes back in, what's he gonna be able to do with Herbert? You start looking around at some of the improvements and the Dolphins got to see it. Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen right to Mahomes. So so they saw three of the best. Man, things just don't get easy. FC AFC could be even more difficult with Aaron Rodgers coming back with the Jets as well.
0: Well, yeah, you talk about that division, and then let's go to, you know, leading into the season, I thought Jacksonville would win the division easy. and go to. The, I actually had them go to the Super Bowl, and they were just major flop last year, but they're going to be right back in the mix of it. But look at that division all of a sudden. Now you got C.J. Stroud, the Texans. you got the Colts who pushed for a playoff spot, even though they didn't have Richardson who flashed when he was in there. I mean, yeah, the AFC is navigate the the AFC North. I mean, navigating because Burrow is going to be back, and get, oh, you know the God, Browns will have Deshaun right. Watson oh, back, man. and they've missed they missed everybody in that division. You know, they lost both their starting tackles, and Nick Chubb was gone for the season. They'll have guys back, so yeah, the the AFC is brutal across the board. And and if you win the AFC, it's going to be hard to get out of the AFC. But if you win the AFC, that's going to be a heck of a feat.
2: Well, I got to tell you, man. Uh... Fun though, I got to tell you the uh, the league man, they just keep it rolling. Uh, did, were you there for the commissioners? Were, did were you there that day the commissioner was talking on Monday? No,
0: I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was on the air. Yeah. So no, I wasn't there.
2: I was just curious. Um, what are your thoughts about Vegas and uh, real quickly and uh, the gambling and everything issue at all? Never. Or has it worked there?
0: No, it's worked. It was. It was. Uh, it was. Let me tell you, that's an ideal place to have a Super Bowl everything's right there and you know there's so many good quality restaurants and and things to do and nightclubs for you know people who want to get out and about and do that not like my old ass but um I I think I think you know hey by the way Joe they started like three in the morning or two you know 12 at night or something you know I don't I don't come on back in the day maybe you know but not now you know, back in the day, you go to six in the morning, you you think twice about it, but he can't do that anymore. No, And so, but I do think it's, they're going to go back there and all that talk about the old gambling stuff and everything. I remember I I had a conversation with Roger Goodell years ago, and I've known him for a long time because he was the guy in the expansion, you know, process. He was the, the point man for all of us. And, and way back in the you know in the 80s and 90s, and so I I said to him one time, like within the last decade, I said we were at a, one of those owners' meetings. I said, Roger, when are you going to guys going to be wise up and embrace gambling and make the money off of it, and, and you know just be part of it? And he looked at me and he said, It's coming. And he knew, yeah. he knew. They they why not? It's you know, and it's never been an issue. And and so they're all making so much money now that uh, there's no, no choice but to embrace it. And I think they're going back. They will be back in Vegas within yeah. the next, uh, you know, six, seven years.
2: Long as we, sure. long as we get one or two between that time down you here in what? South think, Florida. Yeah,
0: I think one's come, one has to come back, you know, because next year it's in New Orleans, and then it goes, what, to uh, San Francisco, and and then uh, I think the next one, then I think one in L.A., I think, and then, one, then it needs to come back. To, it needs to come back to the East Coast. So I think Miami will be in play. I hope so. Uh, And should be in play. I think it'll be between that one when it comes back to the east will probably be between Miami and Tampa. You know, the one thing that might play in favor of Tampa is the last time they had their Super Bowl. Remember, it was the COVID year and nobody came. So that might play to their advantage to get it back.
2: Pete, thank you, man. Really appreciate you coming on. You take care. I hope you get a little bit of time off. Thank you.
0: Yeah, good luck with that, Joe. The Combine's in a week and
2: a half. (laughs) That's right. All right. Pete.
0: Thanks, Pete. See you, Joe. All
2: right. Pete Prisco, CBS Sports, joining us this morning. I want to tell you about Beverly's Jewelers before we get to Ron Rothstein here this morning. Talk some Heat basketball. What a story that is, man. What a great story. Flip it from uh, football to Miami Heat basketball now that they're on the All-Star break. But right now, I want to tell you about Beverly's Jewelers. Amanda and Jeff are going, yeah, yeah, Valentine's Day's over. But if you were in the doghouse yesterday, come on in today. We still got great stuff for you, necklaces, bracelets, earrings. And that doesn't stop uh, engagements from taking place. If you need a diamond engagement ring, that's their specialty, man. They're the leader in both lab-grown and earth-grown diamonds. Why don't? Why would you go anywhere else, man, with the uh, selection they have of diamonds? Unbelievable. Largest selection of certified diamonds in the business down here in South Florida. Amanda and Jeff and the family of Beverly's Jewelers, a professional staff, are waiting for you in Fort Lauderdale off commercial boulevard. Make sure you get exactly what you need for an anniversary, birthday, even after Valentine's Day to the engagement. We got it all. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, man. They got something for everybody. No matter what your price range is, they got something nice in there that really says I love you and and get you out of the doghouse. Hey. It's the only place I've ever gone for almost 30 years now. You can go to BevJewelers.com. You can see some of their stuff, but you really need to go see that store off Commercial Boulevard in Fort Lauderdale, Beverly's Jewelers. Beverly's Jewelers, where South Florida gets engaged. How powerful is Cox
0: Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.